All right, the censorship issue is not going anywhere. Conservatives, they continue to be silenced. Liberals continue to encourage it. And then sadly, there are plenty of conservatives who gladly sit back and secretly they love it. Because you know what? It separates, it separates them, the crazy conservatives, from us. You know, the reasonable conservatives here at, here at National Review. It separates them from us measured never-Trumpers here at The Bulwark who, who wouldn't want to do anything with those crazy people. And we wouldn't want to do anything to stop that producer at CNN or MSNBC from calling us and inviting us onto the show. We wouldn't want to ruin that relationship. National Review's David French and plenty of others are actually arguing, quote, the First Amendment limits the government's power to force a private corporation to provide a platform for speech it despises. Oh, does it? Therefore, it is their right to censor people, he argues, saying that, quote, most red Americans, he means conservatives, not Native Americans, most red Americans don't know or don't care about social media censorship. Really, is that true, French? I mean, he, he apparently thinks you're as stupid as his readers are. I mean, this is clearly from a guy who does not go out and talk to red Americans ever. I mean, he clearly he doesn't talk to Americans. He thought he was going to be president for a brief moment in time. If he did talk to Americans, he would know that they are incensed by this. Because you go out and you talk to red Americans, this is the issue that has them fired up. But French says, no, the market verdict is in, and Americans are happy to do nothing. Are they? Because there are plenty of people not sitting back and not doing nothing, including our next guest, who is building a platform where you can say what you mean and mean what you say and not have to worry about being silenced. With me now is John Mates. He is the CEO of Parler, a relatively new social media platform that is taking on the social media giants with this relatively crazy concept called the First Amendment. John joins us now. John, great to have you. Thanks hey. for being here. Thanks. So I usually try not to have crazy people on my show, but you had a, <laughs> a, a, a consulting job. I am assuming a relatively high-paying consulting job that you left to take on Twitter. Yeah, well, it wasn't originally to take on Twitter, but yes, it's kind of what it divulged in at this point. Is It's kind of more or less taking on social media in general. I was pretty comfortable. I was basically living three three months at a time on my farm in Hawaii. Sounds terrible. Uh, I know, it was awful. I had, you know, I had chickens, I was growing bananas, and it was really nice, and I would code in the evenings, and it was pretty great. Um, but uh, we ended up rolling that over into what we have now. Basically, that's kind of how we started. So, so what is it that you have now? For the people who I know a lot of our viewers are actually familiar with Parler, but for those who are not, quickly explain what it is. Um, it is a social media platform that's kind of based on the same fundamentals as this country. It's doing what everyone else should have been doing when they created their social media platforms. But the idea is we are not the end-all, be-all, like, central like, point of authority telling you what you can and can't say. We just let you guys, everyone, figure it out on their own. Right. Give people they let let people that. yammer on their own and say what they want to say. Yeah. You're going to get some really profound things coming out. You're going to get some really stupid things. You're going to get some really disgusting things. But that is the consequence well, of and, free Well, and to speech. be honest, most people right now are not doing that. Right. You know, and, and what I don't understand is no one's really been given a tool to say, hey, I'm a real person. This is me. For the average person, it's only like celebrity status people can actually be themselves. And then you have like an, like an army of trolls that come in there right, and, right. and hit them up. So we're trying to solve that by making people feel like they're part of the real community. So are you advocacy? Are you trying to make a point saying, you know, Twitter has failed in its mandate. Facebook has failed. Instagram, all of those social media platforms have failed. We're the real ones. Or are you actually trying to compete with them and make money? 
Well, we are obviously trying to compete and make money. Right. Um, that's not really my primary goal. I know, it, you know, for whoever's an investor out there, I know they don't want to hear that. So, uh, <laughs> so hopefully they're not, they're not paying attention to this. Broadcast. But, uh, but no, in reality, I mean, the whole point is to get people to be in a community. They're not a community. They're publishers. They're trying to, you know, tell people what they can and can't say. They're trying to control the narrative. They have some kind of, they feel some kind of moral obligation to tell you what's true and what's not. Like, you know, your organization is respected with its viewers. And when you tell them something, they go, okay, that's factual. Sure. Why is it my responsibility as a social media company, which I'm not going to take that responsibility, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to say that's allowed and that's not, that's true, that's not true, that video is altered and that one's not. I don't right. care. It's so not, you, so you do not view yourself as a publisher? No, we're not trying to take your spot away, too. Right. That's your job. Right. Unfortunately, we actually have to do we have to do research and work and check to verify that things are true. You get yeah. it easy. You just get to sit back and watch it. Well, well. <laughs> I, I have to keep the servers alive. So no, and I, I imagine that's you know when you have that many people, uh, that that can't be an easy task. But I got to say, it's a relief. You know, I have my my Parler account, mm-hmm. and it's a relief when I go onto Parler versus Twitter or Facebook or any of the other social mm-hmm. media platforms, and I actually can just breathe and say what I want to say, yeah. which is something that that has not been the case for a long have time. You, have you been attacked by trolls on Parler yet? I have not been att- attacked by trolls. They seem to be real people. You see, which, it's really nice. I don't know, why, really they're try- nice. I don't know yeah. why they're trying to make it out like free speech is the, de- you, you know, don't give people freedom. They might like do something bad or they might think for it's themselves. It's worked for 230 plus years when you give people the ability to speak. We've done pretty well with it. Yeah, it's the only way. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's relieving, you know, because Twitter, for instance, you can't say, you know, you say anything about transgenders on mm-hmm. Twitter, including fact actual information, the guy who, who, who did the study on transgenderism got uh, suspended for a bit yeah. uh, because he said transgenderism, I view it as a mental disorder. On Twitter, if you say that, mm-hmm. that literally gets you banned. Well, so there's also transgenders who've joined Parler who've said, hey, I can't even talk about this on Twitter. I'm trying to understand my own life. Right. Like, they can't even do that. And so we have we have a drag queen community on there too. Which is really, you wouldn't expect it. So it, no, that's but great. But they're they're actually having good discussion about things, and they're they're also talking to what people would call like the, the MAGA conservatives, yeah, who are really the majority of the audience right now. They're talking with the transgender and the you know all these communities and actually having a discussion. Because is, they couldn't do that on Twitter. Right. Because everyone is self-censoring. And if they are not self-censoring, Twitter's coming in and yeah. censoring you. Want to go through a, a, some of the things that you guys use the basically the First Amendment as your guideline. And, and, mm. and what is legal is legal on your platform. Yes. As, with some caveats. It's not protected by the First Amendment. So, like, for example, nudity and pornography. We don't want that anywhere. And it's not protected by the First Amendment. Right. It's not a right. But if it's protected by the First Amendment, you guys allow for it. Yes. So to make that, you know, actually concrete and give some physical examples here, I'm going to go through a list of things that, you know, either have gotten people in trouble on Twitter or maybe just things that would get people in trouble on Twitter. And you're going to tell me okay. if Parler allows you to say that. And since we're talking about transgenderism, let's start with that, uh, that really right. fun topic for people. So if I were to go on Parler and I were to tweet, transgenderism, a.k.a. gender dysphoria, is a type of mental disorder, would I be allowed to say that? Yes. Would I be allowed to say, gay pride month is an affront to God and a debaucherous display of everything that is wrong with America? Yes. Because Twitter, I, I would be off tomorrow if I said that on Twitter. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, I'm not like advocating no, anyone none goes of these, on there. Yeah. I'm not advocating anyone go I'm, on there and do this. Right. But. I'm saying these are things I don't, I don't advocate these things. These are not any of my views. These are things that simply I believe would get you booted from Twitter. Okay. But you can say them. Yeah. Or and, we'll see. And, we can say them on Twitter. And a lot of people have been saying also, because we've had people go on there and they try to test the limits, right? Right. 
and nobody follows them. Nobody interacts with them. They right. just kind of disappear. We, people, are people are interested in the truth. Yeah. And well, that's because we have this mute feature, mm -hmm. which is like you can shadow ban other people. That's what I profile. never understood. That's what I never – if you don't like what someone is saying on Twitter, mm -hmm. you can mute them. You can well, block them. They don't – I mean, they, they let you mute them. I guess it just makes them temporarily disappear from the timeline or something. Right, right. When you mute them on Parler, they're, they're I mean, gone. They're, they can still comment on your stuff. They can see that they've been commenting on your stuff. Right. But they're not actually commenting on your stuff. Right. You said something fascinating to me the other day, which I think it was you treat it as your living room and, you know, in the same way you kind of monitor what is said in your own living room and you don't let people come in. Yeah. But what is that point, and how do you view Parler as being sort of like a, a you know, you create your own living room? Yeah, I mean, it's your, it's your house, it's your living room. You invite some guests in, which is your public profile, right? You open the front door, you start inviting people in, and then when you decide you don't like them or they're being annoying or whatever, you, you kick them out of your house. Right, sure. That's exactly what we want people to do. Sure. So let me go. So you can say, so if something is patently false, mm -hmm. can you say it on Parler? You can. You You'll can. probably get crapped on, to be honest. Right. But, but you can say yeah, it. You so if it. I go on, I say, Obama is a Muslim from Kenya, do I get banned? Uh, no. 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 But you'll, you, get, you'll get feedback. You'll from get people. feedback. And, and to be honest, that's the role of journalists, right? You're supposed to go on there and say, okay, everybody, we fact checked this. It's right. fake news. I mean, that's the role of journalism, not the role of social media. Right. And they've kind of conflated this idea where they think they're journalists and they, they, yeah. they are yeah, trying they, to play the role of they journalists. They really are. And, and I mean, what are you going to do? Follow people on the street? So next time somebody says that <laughs> right. in the middle. That's like, fake news. I'm banning yeah, yeah. you from, the, from this <laughs> boulevard. Uh, two scoops, two terms, two genders. That's allowed. That is allowed. Uh, Sharia law and homosexuality are fundamentally incompatible. Um, that's allowed. Uh, Why what would that be banned from Twitter? I feel like that's... Well, because you can't say anything bad about Sharia and you can't say anything bad about homosexuality. So even if it's think, true, I don't even think if that's it's really true, bad about either no, it's one. not. But even, it's, I mean, that's why we're in such dangerous territory. Even yeah. if it's true, you can't necessarily say it. Uh, this is this is still up on Twitter. This is a quote from Louis Farrakhan. He still has his Twitter account. I'm not an anti-Semite. I am an anti-termite. Yeah, that's that's pretty disgusting. But um, it would technically be allowed. And, and that is the point, I think, that disgusting speech is still yeah. protected by It is. Well, you, uh, free speech protects that that you don't necessarily like. Right. That's the whole point of it. Right. And once you're not protecting speech you don't like. Well, they, well who's to say, right? I, right? Just because I completely disagree with that doesn't mean that other people don't. And if I were to censor that, how many more people are going to come to his aid and also be completely like, oh, my God, they're censoring us. That means we're right. Right. And then sure. more and more crazy people are going to get together and believe that. It only makes it worse. So obscene speech is not protected by no. the First Amendment. So what if I graphically detailed a sexual encounter I had just to show it off? Um, that's kind of on an iffy territory. So it's got to it's got to like get through what's called the Miller test. Really, the Miller test. I like you. that. Yes, uh, <laughs> I, I have a lot of I have a lot of power in this. Uh, no, but basically, if it's sexual in nature, it's considered prurient, which is like disgusting, and it's mm -hmm. not relevant to society. It's not allowed. So what? So uh, take this then. What if I were to graphically describe a rape to raise awareness for a situation that I think is important? That's relevant to society, so that would so be that would allowed. be protected. But if you were to go after somebody and describe what you would want to do sexually to them, to them, that would not be allowed. But if I'm trying to say this horrible thing happened, this person, this is what he did to her, mm -hmm. you know, and we need justice, that yeah. would be well, that, that would be that, protected. Yeah, because. Part three is relevant to society. So this is interesting. What about this? Because this is still up on Twitter. It's from our friend Carlos, what's his name? Gaywonk? Mazos? Maza? Matza? 
whatever his name is, he's up on Twitter. He has this quote, which is still up. You can go find it on Twitter. Milkshake them all. Humiliate them at every turn. He's talking about conservatives. Mm -hmm. Make them dread public organizing. He's inciting throwing milkshakes at Yeah, so that's inciting violence, which is against the law. I don't understand why that's still up there or why no one's investigated that guy. I mean, I know this is kind of like borderline, like, oh, well, you know, technically it could be a metaphor. Uh, to me, that's no, it's inciting, not a metaphor. To me, it's inciting violence, <laughs> right. in my mind. And Saying throwing milkshakes at someone is it's an incitement to violence. Yeah, well, and then you, the worst part is, is with the whole milkshake thing, you had companies actually coming out supporting that idea, too. Like, yeah. we're going to sell more milkshakes. Yeah, Burger King, today, come buy our milkshakes. And, you know, they're not saying throw them at them, but that's the implication there. Yeah. This is up on Twitter. This is interesting. This is from an account, uh, Abdullah M. Mergen. Wisdom Day, this is translated from Arabic. Wisdom Day, strike your wife every morning if you do not know why she knows. That's definitely not allowed. Like Because you're, you're blatantly you excited. You can't tell people to abuse their wives. I mean, that's terrible. Can I, can I on parlor? Because on Twitter, I can do this. Not that I would. I'm just, again, we're all giving hypothetical examples here. Yeah. Can I throw up like a d pic on parlor? No. No. No, we okay, banned users who were doing, people were photoshopping d pics onto Obama, and then they were sharing them all over there. And they were, they were not right-leaning individuals. These were left Right, of course. It's the right, White-wingers don't really post pornography on these sites. No, no, they don't. And so we've, we've had to ban a few people for that. Already. Okay. <laughs> now, one of the quickest ways. We don't even give warning for that. You posted pick, you're Right, gone. you're gone. This is an interesting one, though, because the feminists have, you know, very strong thoughts on this. Mm -hmm. Can I post a picture of my nipples? Um, you can't. I can. Yes. But if it's a woman... They can't. They and can. I know that sounds... The like, feminists hate that. It, I'm probably but that, gonna, but I'm gonna get some heat for this, actually, but that's just the way it was, like, we defined it was uh, female nipples or <laughs> any kind of genitalia is not allowed. Right. You can put little pasties over it, you can blur it out or whatever, that's fine, just don't But the minute the nip slips, you can't you Yeah, can't yeah as soon it. as it slips. Alright. Uh, this is something that was posted on Twitter, got someone banned. Men cannot be women. Um, that's that fine. got someone banned from Twitter. Yeah, no, I mean, that's. I feel like that's a healthy debate that someone needs to have. Because if you, <laughs> if you keep banning people for saying that, you're going to have one side that thinks vehemently that they're right, and they don't realize that there's another side that wants to disagree with them but can't. Correct. And you're just going to make people even more violent and angry. That's terrible. Now, again, I'm just putting the disclaimer out here okay. because this is, I mean, we're this just... This is a heavy hitter. This is a heavy hitter. What if I went on Parler, I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist, and I write, the Holocaust never happened? Um... Technically, you could say that you're gonna. There's a lot of uh, pro-Israel and uh, people in the Jewish community on Parler, right? So they're going to really they're going to give you hell for that. Yeah, they're really not going to like you. Um, but it is protected by the First Amendment. It is because who's to you know differentiate what events did and did not happen from a legal standpoint? It's not like possible. Um, so yeah, that person's just not going to have a very fun day. This is what got Laura Loomer banned. Ilan Omar is a pro-Sharia. Pro-female genital mutilation under Sharia, homosexuals are oppressed and killed, women are abused and forced to wear the hijab, Ilhan is anti-Jewish. Mm -hmm. Would that be uh, permitted? Yes, it would be. It would be. Um, I feel like that, you know, also, why can't, why couldn't somebody say that? I don't I mean, know. I, 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 even I, if it's I, fake news, right? right? Even if she's making it all up, even if it's offensive, even whatever it is, I mean, why is she to, why is anyone to say she's not allowed to have that opinion? No, I, I, and, and, it's the, and that's why people are getting banned, and that's why I think it's so scary. That's why I think what you guys are doing is so important. I want to reiterate that these are all hypothetical things that and just, you know, show what is and what is not protected by the First Amendment and the fact that free speech can sometimes get ugly, but at the end of the day, it is probably our first, one of our most important, if not the most important, protection that we have because without it how do we how does our democracy function if we no longer have the ability to no, you can't have this discourse yeah and that's what our democracy is founded on so 
Thank you for everything that you guys are doing. I think this is huge. If you guys do not have your parlor account, if you don't have, if you haven't signed up, it's an app, right? You can get it on your iPhone. Yeah. Uh, iPhone, Android, or website. And it's finally a social media platform where you do not have to worry about putting your actual feelings or your actual opinions or even facts, as we've proven, on the internet because it will actually be protected and you won't get suspended. So I urge all of you guys, Parler, whether is it Parler.com? Yeah. Parler.com. P-A-R-L-E-R, not O-R. You'll end up with a totally different app. Okay. Parler, <laughs> P-A-R-L-E-R. Go get the app. Sign up. Your, your speech will actually be free, which is something that is novel in 2019. John, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you Monday. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.